0: You are listening to Ring Chasing Podcast, a podcast by Don Garrett. This podcast is about pregame and postgame thoughts of Sanford Seminoles High School's quest for a state championship. Great game to start off the year against a very good Riverview team out of Sarasota, pulling out the W35-6. to After this break, we're going to dive a little into the game. So let's start off talking about the scoring in the game. So the first score came after a Cam Moore interception. He brought it down to the three-yard line. And Goldie Lawrence ran it into the end zone for a 7-0 lead. The second score came on a Luke Rucker TD pass, a 25-yard touchdown throw to Michael Key was a great throw and a great catch on that play to make it 14 to nothing. It would go into halftime it with a Knowles 14 and Riverview 6 score. After the half there was a 10-yard touchdown run by Goldie Lawrence it would be the second of his third TDs of the night and that would make it 21 to 6. The next touchdown would come on another Goldie Lawrence run and it would be 28 to six. Knowles with the lead. The theme of the night was in red zone offense. Uh, Goldie Lawrence was doing the wildcat and got three TDs on the night. The last touchdown would come on a Rory Thomas run to make it 35 to six and that would end the scoring for the game. The offense had a great night, and it showed to me, like last year, we're going to have a balanced offense. There was a lot of running and passing. Uh, The uh, rotation on the quarterbacks, and I'll get into that a little after we talk about the defense. I want to talk a little about the rotating in of the two quarterbacks, uh, Luke and Carson. But uh, uh, one thing I wanted to talk about, too, is Rory Thomas had a great night with uh, a lot of long runs. Uh, he showed to me a lot. I think he put a lot of work in on the off season. He looked bigger to me than he was last year. Uh, he was always fast, but his confidence shows big time, and his ability to break tackles is what stood out to me. So, give him props for putting in a lot of work on the off season. He was good last year, but looks like he's gonna be even better this year. One thing about the running. Back room for the Knowles. They pride themselves like on last year. They had a deep rotation of running backs, and it looks like it's going to be like that this year, too. Rory Thomas did a lot of the work in that game, but Trey Clark also had a great game, and Tyrone Williams Jr. came in in the fourth quarter and showed that he's just as good as all the other running backs. So this group it looks like it's very deep this year like it was last year and they keep us running backs keep leaving and then they fill those spots with just as good running backs so it's a testament to the coaching staff and the scary thing about it don't tell the other teams it's just between you and me that running back room isn't at full strength yet. When it is at full strength, there's going to be no rest for the defenses because there're going to be fresh running backs every play. So it's something to look forward to. As far as the receivers, we know Goldie had as one of the best receivers in the state. Uh, he did a lot of damage with his running this game, but also who had a TD was Michael Key. If you saw Michael Key in seven verse sevens, you'd know that he was great. Uh, receiver as far as his hands and as far as getting into the end zone so gonna see a lot from him this year as well and the offensive line had a good night they were opening the holes for the running backs to get through and the protection was good all night so no complaints on the offensive line overall the offense had a good night and uh, uh, it's good to see the balance in this offense going forward so let's talk about the defense. The Defense had a great night, only giving up six points. And those six points came off basically two plays where Riverview had good field position and then went down the sideline twice. Uh, one was a, a long pass that was complete. The other was a touchdown. But pretty much after that, the defense shut them down, even when they tried to go back to those plays. Ja'Kari Henderson was the one that made the adjustments and locked down that uh, plays for the rest of the night, so uh, that was both a good adjustment, and you can see how skillful he is uh, at the cornerback position, and because of the defense, that's how we got our first touchdown, so Cam Moore, UCF, commit, uh, was the one that got the interception and ran it down, Uh, so in the red zone so we could get the first score, but Cam Moore uh, shows uh, his his biggest strength is his football IQ, and uh, he anticipates a lot of the plays. We saw that in the kickoff classic when he just almost nearly made an interception in the backfield and ran it back. In this case, he did get the interception and ran it. So uh, Cam Moore, uh, you're going to see a lot of uh, his uh, football IQ during the rest of the season and he's able to anticipate when the offense is doing different things because of it. And Marshall commit, Anthony Dunn Jr. had a great night. He had many key stops. Uh he stuffed uh Riverview's run to cause a turnover on downs. He had many tackles for a loss and an interception. So he had a great night. And another one I want to give a shout out to who had a lot of good stops was Lucas Fonseca. That was uh from the linebacker spot uh he also had a good game and i apologize if i missed anyone on defense i'm going from memory so if i didn't get everyone i apologize for that but the defense uh had a good game and uh like they have been the past couple years so should be good going forward Okay, now I want to talk about the quarterback rotation, and uh, sitting up near the press box, I get to hear a lot of the things that the fans are saying, and I want to kind of clear up a little misconception. Uh, we were rotating in two quarterbacks, so Luke Rucker and Carson sikero Lasky. and normally when a team has a quarterback rotation, they use two quarterbacks because they don't have one that can do everything. There's an old saying in football that if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. And that's just not the case in this situation. And I want to explain a little why. So let's look at Luke Rucker. He transferred in from Oviedo. He is the ranked number two pro-style quarterback for the class of 2023 in all of Florida. And 28th in the nation. He was coming off a 2,000-yard passing last year. And the second quarterback, Carson Sakiros Lasky, is ranked number six pro-style quarterback in all of Florida and number 67 in the nation. So as you can see, each quarterback could start on any team. We just happen to have two. That's a great problem to have for this coaching staff. So I don't know how it's going to shape up going forward Uh, But Eric Lodge is basically, if you look at this coaching staff from top to bottom, uh, as one of the best coaching staffs staffs in Florida. So uh, it's going to be interesting for me to see how they juggle the quarterbacks going forward. But it's a great problem to have like everything else is no perfect game now it comes the time that i'm going to talk about uh, a lot of the things that we're going to need to clean up and one thing i want to do before i talk about that is uh for anyone who hasn't been listening to this podcast uh there's a rule i go by mainly because this is high school sports uh when i do the it when i do the pros uh I'll, I'll talk a little different but at the high school level there's one rule that I have when I'm talking about mistakes and about things that need to be cleaned up. I'm never going to call out a kid by name when they make a mistake. It's always going to be either the offense or the defense or the position like linebacker or uh, running backs. Uh, I do that for a reason because at this point, uh, these kids aren't getting paid to do this. They're student athletes. And uh, how I I am total opposite on when they make good plays. I'll call their names out, but I will never call a player out for a mistake because mistakes are going to happen. It's part of learning the game. So the biggest thing I saw in that game that needs to be cleaned up was the penalties, and it's going to happen on the first uh, game, but I think I kind of jinxed it too is when I was talking on the pregame. I was talking about how uh, the defense is disciplined and doesn't make a lot of mistakes, so the other team's going to have to Uh, beat them by, uh, uh, they won't beat themselves. Uh, In this case, there was a couple of mistakes that happened on both sides of the ball. So it it wasn't regulated to the defense or the offense. But there was a lot of bad penalties that would back us up when uh, we were on the verge of either stopping them or on the verge of uh, getting some good field position. And uh, there was a string of like four or three or four in a row that backed us up and backed us up and backed us up. So that's the biggest thing that I see from this game that we're gonna have to clean up is the penalties. And like I said, uh, that's gonna happen in the first game. So all in all, this was a great game, and uh, I give props to the players for. Uh, Riverview is uh, not a a bad team they're an excellent team and if they only beat they only lost to Osceola by three points or they would have been in the championship game with us last year so uh, they have a great team that quarterback came from IMG uh, that they were using most of the night so it was a very talented team that uh, we ended up beating uh, and routing actually so uh, it was a good game by all, but the biggest thing we got to clean up is the penalties. So that's all I have for this week. Uh, looking forward to next week. So we have another home game, and it's against North Miami. Uh, I'll have a little preview on Thursday about North Miami. But North Miami's used to playing good teams, so... Uh, This should be a good game. They uh, schedule and play in the same uh, teams as, like, Miami Central. Uh, They play Booker T. Washington, which is uh, usually powerhouses. And so when they're coming to us, it's going to be a good game. But I'll have a more in-depth preview uh, on Thursday. But thanks, everyone, for listening, and share it to as many people as possible. Thanks.